Welcome to episode 28, this podcast for you, we did create. Yes. <laughs> it's we a did. little dorky, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll roll with that one. This podcast for you, we, we did create. With love. <laughs> You're listening to Midwest Vegan Radio. We're sharing all our secrets. <laughs> We're sharing all of our secrets just for you special listeners. With your hosts... Dallas. That sounds so good. And Ryan. Pass the noosh. What up? Welcome. Here we back. are. Here we are. Always. I'm Ryan. And Damn I'm... it. I was trying to interrupt you. You can't interrupt me yet. You can't interrupt me if I don't say anything. <laughs> I'm Dallas. Fine. I'd like to interrupt her. Elliot. Hi. Is over there. Hello. And we have... Hannah with us today. Hannah West. That's neat. Yeah, so Hannah West is with Alliance for Animals in Madison, Wisconsin. So we are, we actually have another person, another guest who's not actually in the room with us. I know, we love that. Technology's fascinating. Yay, Skype. So, um, and also Hannah is an organizer with Mad City Vegan Fest, yes? Yes. Cool. What's your, t- what, what's your title over at uh, Alliance for Animals? Vegan Outreach and Volunteer Coordinator. Sounds good. Kind of sounds yeah. like what you do. Sort of. Animals Coalition. <laughs> A little bit different, but along the same lines, yeah. All right. I love Alliance for Animals. They're abolitionist. Hannah, how long have you been doing that? Just since September. So I started volunteering with them, sort of. Like, they were involved with Vegan Fest when I started Vegan Fest. Um, but then Lynn said, you know, we have... Sorry, Lynn is the co-director of Alliance for Animals, for those who don't know. Um, said that they were looking to hire someone to do more vegan outreach stuff because they wanted to do more um, legal stuff. And they didn't have enough time for their vegan outreach stuff. And so I applied for the position and got it in September. What do you mean legal stuff? I was just going to say that. What do you mean legal stuff? Oh, like, you know, the the puppy mill laws and sure. the legal stuff with the University of Wisconsin-Madison. It's just that a lot of the animal rights issues that they're dealing with um, will only be solved by legal action. Whereas veganism isn't going to, you know, be brought to the people by legal action. It's going to be brought to the people by grassroots stuff, okay. which is more my strength anyway. Okay, yeah. so you weren't talking about welfare reform. You were talking about no. You were talking I about mean, like puppy mill specific issues, like banning stuff like that, banning right. yeah. um, lab testing and things. Yeah, with the um, with the university. I assume you meant laboratory related stuff. Okay. Yeah, I just being, wanted to be clear uh-huh. about that because <clears throat> Dallas said you were abolitionist, and so I wanted to make sure that no, no, no. There, it's definitely not welfare. Okay, perfect. Right. Stop. Um, Rick is also a co-director. Yes, right. Rick and Lynn are the two co-directors. And Rick is, I don't really know him very well. I've met him a couple of times. But he knows a lot when it comes to especially primate research. He knows like, more about primate research than, like, anyone I've ever met. Possibly more than anyone in the world. He, he is an expert. It is, he's like an encyclopedia and a historian and a legal expert <laughs> like i mean just all he's it's amazing and yeah. i think that he's the one that a group over here that probably doesn't exist anymore i don't know i heard that 
for years, somebody tried to get um, a vivisector to debate with Rick, and none of them will. Huh. So they're afraid right. of him. No, he, he always says he's up for debating. Um, but because of... Did you guys follow what happened with Resolution 35? Uh, no. Nope. In Madison? Okay, nope. so this was... I'm probably going to get the information wrong because this was sort of before my being in Madison time because I was in Portland for two years. Well, nobody will know if you don't tell them. <laughs> and, yeah, we the whole uh, preparedness, since it's a candid conversation and we don't script anything... We're never prepared. We're never prepared. <laughs> don't worry okay. about it. <laughs> okay, don't well, the worry. general idea is that they brought this... Uh, that, um... The monkey group, the people who are really involved with opposing primate research, especially in laboratory research in general, um, in Alliance for Animals, which involves um, Rick as well as four or five other people, tried to bring this motion forward to the city council or something that um, they should create a committee to look at the ethics of animal research. And it got really, really far, um, like surprisingly far. And then it was brought down by insider politics, and they could tell you more about the insider politics. Um, but because that was brought to the public's attention, UW-Madison had to sort of address the idea of the ethics of animal testing in a way that they hadn't had to before. So they started these forums where they bring um, speakers to talk about the ethics of animal research. And some of them have been, you know, not really... Um, completely fair, sort of biased one way or the other. Um, but one of the first forums was um, Rick Bogle presented, Eric Sandgren presented. He's the chair or something of research at UW-Madison. Mm -hmm. um, and one other person who does something with tasers and pigs uh -huh. um, presented. So that's the closest that there's been to a debate. But Rick always says that he's willing to have a debate if people, you know, want to debate with him. Maybe mm. it'll happen in the future. Yeah, he's something. So that would actually be good, um, not in terms of researchers, but we had not that long ago, not advocating for him, but what was his name? Bruce Frederick from PETA? Bruce Friedrich. Friedrich from PETA actually came and debated... Um, with a person from the debate team from the University of Minnesota. And so he may want to consider debating with a debate team because the people that are in the debate team are, you know... That's people, what they want to do. They're students, yeah. and they want to debate. And yeah. um, that might... You know, if other students show up to that, because there was a lot of people at the Bruce Friedrich thing, wow. you know, people that are go might be going into labs might be choosing research for their career paths might yeah. be yeah. good for him to consider <clears throat> college debate teams. Yeah, just to put an invitation out and say, you know, you can have your whole your whole team research, you know, and then I'll show up on the day and we'll just have it out. Yeah. That's a great idea. Instead yeah. of an actual researcher. You should pass the students that on might him. be into it. So yeah. That I'd go to see it. Yeah, definitely. So um well how about we talk a little bit about Mad City Vegan Fest? I didn't know that you started on that and then ended up with AFA later. So tell us about that. What may, so um, was Mad City Vegan Fest your idea? Like, how did that come Yeah. It, so, okay. So um, I was at school in Portland for two years from 2008 until 2010. And I came home um, summer of 2010. And I had gone to Portland Veg Fest the year before. 
And I went to Chicago Veggie Fest that year, and I was sort of like, Madison is not so different from these two places, so Madison should have a vegan fest, or sorry, should have a veg fest. Um, and I figured I wasn't going to be there the next year, that I was going to go back to school in Portland. So um, I found the information for Alliance for Animals, um, and I emailed them and said, you guys should organize a veg fest. And Lynn emailed me back and said, um, I like the idea. Why don't we set up a time to meet? And so we met and we talked. And she was sort of like, I like the idea. I'll think about whether I have time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, between that meeting and between Lynn contacting me again and letting me know whether she had time for it, um, I realized that I didn't want to go back to that same college that year. So I was going to take a year off. So I realized I was going to be in Madison. And so when Lynn said, um, you know, it's a great idea, but I don't have time for it. So if you want to do everything, then we'll support you, <laughs> you know, financially. Um, and that's what ended up happening. So Alliance for Animals was sort of our unofficial partner and they were a financial sponsor, but I mean, Lynn, you know, helped me with contacts and, and helped me with knowing what to do and helped me with just everything. Um, and it would not have been nearly as close to professional as it was without her help. Awesome. So we sort of had an informal friendship that started from that. Um, and that's probably helped in me getting the job with Alliance for Animals. So you guys are going to, this is going to be an annual thing? The Veg Fest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we definitely yes. want to go and be a participant next year. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to do that. Well, we... we're way ahead of where we were last year because last year around... January, we were just starting to talk about speakers, but we already figured out speakers um, last year, mm-hmm. uh, last year in November. So we'll keep you in mind for next year. Well, I, I mean, it, we, not even necessarily as a speaker, but having a table there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can still sign up to be an exhibitor. We'd love yeah. to have you there. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, we... Um, Yay! I think that there have... You know, we have a couple animal groups in Minnesota. We've got a animal rights coalition, obviously, and then there's another animal welfare group. And having been involved with both groups, you know, there's, there's always talk and there's always some new person that comes along and says, why don't you guys do a vegan fest or a veg fest? And it's like, do you know what it takes to do that? It's not just yeah. that easy to do a veg fest. So I mean, like, props to you for saying you should do this and then actually doing it. Yeah, because nobody <laughs> wants to do the work. They just want there to be one. Yeah. And it is right. a lot of work, even for an organization, because it takes up so much time. Well, if I were a student, I would not have been able to do everything that I was able to do when I was taking a year off. So I worked part time. I was a nanny. But basically, when the baby would be asleep, I would be calling people and emailing <laughs> and figuring stuff out. Um so if I had a full-time job or anything like that, I have no idea how I'd do it. Or if I had other responsibilities, just happened to work out really well. And this year, um, there are four or five other people who were involved to some degree last year who are really committed to it. So we have, you know, our core group of volunteers. So it's not just me figuring everything out. Um, I remember it being Mad City Vegan Fest. Is it, is that wrong? No, it's Mad City Vegan Fest. Okay. Um, whenever I first went to Lynn, I said we should do a veg fest, and she said um, I would need it to be a vegan fest if Alliance for Animals was involved. And I was that's sort of awesome. Like, that's why I love yeah. AFA. Yeah, it was a great idea. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it gave because people had heard of a veg fest before, and there are a lot 
lot of vegetarians in Madison. There are really, really a lot of vegetarians in Madison. But veganism is still sort of like an exciting different thing. And it also happened to be like the year of vegan last year because there was Oprah's show and Martha Stewart's show and Dr. Oz's show. So it was brought into the mainstream more than it was before. And there were people who I think came because it was a vegan fest and that was fun and different Mm -hmm. who wouldn't have come if it were a veg fest. So when is Mad City Vegan Fest this year? June 9th. Oh. From 10 to 5. Does it seem earlier than last year? But we're adding more space. Good. No, I think it was in June last year. Oh. Wasn't it just like really cold or something? It was June 19th. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't think it was that cold. It might have rained that morning. I think that's what it was. I think it might have rained that morning. I was very aware of the weather because we yeah, had I'm sure. On. Otherwise, I wouldn't remember. Are you going to do anything outdoors this time, or is it going to be all indoors again? Um, I think it's probably going to be all indoors. This might be our last year there, and in the future, we're sort of looking to have it somewhere, um, like maybe the Memorial Union, if we can figure out the kitchen spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the playground outside, which is really nice for the kids to be able to play on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, tell us, what are the highlights for this year? For this year? Well. Well, hopefully kids- we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously your table is going to be the right. highlight. <laughs> um, Colleen Patrick Goudreau is going to be speaking. Awesome. Colleen and Patrick so Goudreau is really amazing. About that. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see who else. I'm not sure who I can speak about yet, actually. Because okay. we're still waiting for contracts to close there. Well, um, I mean, so there's going to be speakers, there's going to be an exhibit hall, there's going to be food, like, generally. Yeah. So, I mean, the setup of it is that there are speakers and food demoers, and there are exhibitors like you, nonprofits, um, and also for sale. I think that Vegan Essentials is going to be involved this year, um, selling stuff. And... Um, then there are full-size food vendors, and we've heard from a lot more places that they want to be full-size food vendors this year um, because it was so successful last year. Last year, we had two food vendors, and the line to get food, like, wrapped around It the was entire- too long. It was out of control. It was too long, yeah. So are you going to do the yeah. food part in a different area so that it's doesn't I think so I think yeah I think we're gonna do the exhibitors and then the full-size food vendors in different rooms well so, so hard we're adding to, on the gym I imagine like your first year you have no idea how many people are gonna show and it's hard to plan for space yeah. yeah yeah well that's awesome yeah. that you guys yeah, are gonna do excited. that I mean it was amazing to have 1300 people over 1300 people our first year it was way more than we expected especially for somewhere that's sort of like, not as well-known in Madison. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eastsiders know it, but I don't think that the rest of Madison knows that area very well. So. Well, we actually promoted cool. we promoted your Veg Fest last year on our show for several episodes, and we actually had a couple fans show up and introduce themselves, and, and so people cool. said they actually heard about it through us. So, well, thank you so much for doing that. Of course, You're we welcome. were excited about it. Yeah, well, because it was a vegan fest. And not a I, veg fest. Yeah, I, I don't think we would have been nearly as excited about it if it was a veg fest, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, saying what you mean, that's a good thing. That's important to us. <laughs> so, And yeah. obviously for the organization you're with as well. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, kudos that's to one her. of the best things about it. 
I think they have like a stipulation that the co-directors of Alliance for Animals have to be vegan. Like, well, how cool is yeah. that in an organization? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you have a vegan yeah. organization and the people work... I'm so used to animal welfare organizations, you know, it's just really cool to have such a great animal rights yeah. organization in Madison. But I kind of feel like, how can you... There are so many vegan people that want a job at a place that's kind of like a sanctuary, not a sanctuary, but a sanctuary for them and a place right. that's safe. Like Dallas is very fortunate to work for a vegan organization with a vegan boutique and how unfair right. to have your organizers, the people that work there, not even be vegan. Yeah. It's like there are vegans that would die for that job. Yeah. There was, I used to, I mean, this isn't the same, but um, I used to be the manager of a vegetarian restaurant and so I did hiring and I would find out, you know, if the person was vegetarian or, not, or vegan or not. And the vegans were the ones to get hired by me because, you know, it's like, seriously, I mean, it's so hard as a vegan to find a job that you're OK with. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. so many jobs that are just not I mean, just. I've had jobs where I was so unhappy that. You know, like I would cry before work. I'd cry after work just because it was so stressful to deal. I mean, to deal with food or, you know, people around you that just don't give a shit or whatever it is. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I if think... you want more information about this, we have an episode about veganism in the workplace and you can listen to that. Yeah. And find out all about our experiences with that. But that is awesome that they do that. Yeah, it is. So, what? I had a, oh. So we wanted to talk about the special giveaway that Mad City Vegan Fest is doing in this episode. Yeah. Aren't you guys yeah. doing like a promotional thing? Yes. So if you write something on the Mad City Vegan Fest Facebook wall, which you guys are going to post that link mm -hmm. on your site. Yep. yep. It'll be on the blog, our right. Facebook page, and write. then we'll end the episode. Cool. Yep. If you write something on our wall that includes Midwest Vegan Radio in it, then you will be in entered to win a t-shirt from last year. Nice. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's super fun. So that is a piece of animal rights history. Yes. It's <laughs> it not is. an old t-shirt. It is the very first edition of mm -hmm. the very first, prob I don't know, maybe even the first vegan fest. Where else has a vegan fest happened? That there wasn't are five in the world. There were what? There are five. So ours, Chicago, one in Brighton, one in Italy, and I forget what the fifth one is. Maybe there's only four. Okay. In well, the entire world. In the, still, that is That's amazing. That is a pretty awesome piece of, <laughs> of animal rights and vegan memorabilia. So all you have to do is go on their Facebook page, tag MVR. A comment, tag MVR, and you could win a shirt. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to win, but I'm I can't. I know we're never eligible. <laughs> Which is, is our own stupid rules. I mean, we could say we're eligible. Know, it's our that's, show. Uh... <laughs> that's not really fair, is it? I know, but it, uh, sometimes sometimes I wish we were. But... We do get to sample a lot of amazing product, though. Yeah, we do, and we get to talk to awesome people. Mm hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. Somebody else. We'll be so happy to have that shirt. So what else is your organization doing? Um, what other things do you guys do? Can I talk about the Simply Vegan campaign? Yeah, Or sure. Simple Vegan? 
Is it simple vegan or simply? It's simply vegan because okay. <clears throat> they say that, you know, being vegan is a simple choice, which is where that sort of comes from. Mm -hmm. um, so the things that I'm involved with, we just started a vegan drinks in Madison. Nice. Mm -hmm. Which you guys have one in Minnesota, yeah, right? Yeah, sure do. We do through yeah. the Animal Rights Coalition. Yeah. Um, and I've been sending out a Simply Vegan weekly newsletter, which has a recipe in it and some, like, tips and stuff about being vegan. Um, and started that in November, I think. Um, and we now have over, you know, 200 subscribers, which is really exciting that awesome. there are that many people in Madison who um, are interested in veganism. And we're just starting a collaboration with local restaurants that's sort of like um, the compassion over killing thing where they put a sticker on the restaurant window that says, you know, this is vegan friendly. Nice. So we have three restaurants so far that have agreed to show our sticker on their door. Um, and we're going to list them on the Alliance for Animals and Simply Vegan websites. Um, so and is it your sticker or is it a compassion over killing? Newsletter. Sorry? Is it your sticker or is it a compassion over killing sticker? No, it's it's our sticker, but it's based oh. on Compassion Over Killing project. If you know. Oh, okay, good. Because I just was thinking about Compassion Over Killing, doing vegan stuff, but then promoting welfare stuff too. So I was like, eh. no, because okay. we took everything that they did, and then we changed the word vegetarian to vegan, and sure. we sort of did that with a bunch of other literature. Awesome. Um, we we just don't like we don't like the word vegetarian. Vegan. Right. Say what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So um. Oh, that's awesome. So have you gotten feedback, really, about that program? We just started it. Um, we were waiting to get the stickers back before we contacted restaurants. And then I was actually going on the local news to talk about vegan drinks. And they wanted to talk about vegan outreach, too. So I really quickly, like, contacted three restaurants were closest and was like, are you okay to be part of this program, even though I don't have the sticker to show you guys yet? So really, like, this happened four days ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah, wow. But we'll keep you updated. Awesome. That's awesome. You got vegan drinks on the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The person even called me. I didn't have to call them. And it was my most reasonable time slot because all the other times I've been on the news is like at 6.50 in the morning or something. Yeah. <laughs> it says 8.50 in the morning, which is almost, you know. Yeah. It's kind of... Well, man, keep a hold of that reporter's uh, contact information. <laughs> Sounds foster, like that. foster that relationship, Sounds man. Sounds like That's... that person might have a vegan agenda. Yeah. It's awesome. Don't mind that so much. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Which, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else, Ryan? I got nothing else. I'm anything really excited else? for the next vegan fest. June 9th? June 9th. June 9th, yes. June 9th. All right. That's pretty exciting. Is that a Saturday or Sunday? It's a Saturday this okay. time. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, well, we'll road be there. trip, road trip, road trip. We did a road trip last year, and we'll do it again. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe this time we'll bring our whole crew. What a day of it. So yeah, but we would love to. We would love to do something cool with you guys if we can figure it out. Like I don't know, I don't know what exactly, but we can do something. Yeah. Creative. Well, and I wonder if we can talk to some of the people who are going to be there, and if you guys could come down on that Friday, if you could interview some of them or something like that. Oh, that would be, be pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, if it's possible. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for 
for Hannah today. So, um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Especially sitting at your computer for half an hour while we tried to get everything (laughs) set up. We appreciate your patience. We appreciate you coming on. And, um, I think it might be nice once we get a little bit closer to maybe have you on briefly, not as like a, a full show guest, but to have you on briefly just reminding people about it and if you can talk a little bit more later about who's confirmed and hype it a little bit, that'd be fun if you're interested. Yeah, definitely. Love to do that. Yeah. So Thank cool, guys. So Go to uh, Mad City Vegan Fest's Facebook page. Go check them out. It's easy. It's two clicks. Tag Midwest Vegan Radio. Win your piece of history. And also, can you say the name of your website for the organi- for your organization just so people know? Alliance for Animals. You mean Alliance for Animals? Yeah. What's, vegan. what's the organization for Alliance, or what's the website for Alliance for Animals? Alliance for Animals is allanimals.org. Perfect. Allanimals.org. So if you are in Wisconsin or specifically in that area, Madison, then you can get involved with them. <laughs> Wisconsin's a big place. Is it? Yeah. It's not like Michigan where they have an extra part, but it is still pretty big. Oh, I thought there was only like 10 people in Wisconsin. What no, there's lots. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. Oh, wait. My last question. How is it weird being in Wisconsin where cheese is such a big deal? I mean, because you live <gasps> oh, in oh, Portland. I had a question, too. Did <laughs> you guys see the... Um, I just heard about this on NPR. There was apparently um, billboards put out by a Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine that had a Grim Reaper with a cheese, a cheese hat? hat on. The foam cheese blockhead hats? Yeah. Talking about how cheese kills you? Yeah. Did you guys see those ads? I haven't seen them in Madison. Oh. (laughs) I don't know where specifically in Wisconsin they were, and apparently Dallas says that Wisconsin isn't small. (laughs) So it's more than like a block. It's not like Rhode Island. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so really, I am curious, though, from being in Portland, which I know is super, super vegan-friendly, but... I don't know. I mean, Minnesota, we're in the Midwest where people are really kind of into their meat and cheese. And their farm country. Farm country stuff. Um, But living in Wisconsin, do you feel like it's a harder, it's a harder sell, a harder battle because of that kind of identity? Well, cheese is always that issue. You know what I mean? Where you say, I don't eat meat, and people can be like, oh, that's because of, you know, health reasons. You say, I don't drink uh, dairy. Oh, that could be because of lactose intolerance or something. But as soon as you start talking about cheese, like, people get like, really? You don't eat cheese? So I don't know if it's any worse in Madison or in Wisconsin. I think it's probably a Midwest thing in general Mm -hmm. that people are really attached to their cheese. Their Um, cheese. But it's, it's always... I mean, it's always what I hear, you know, like, how do you live without cheese? And I never really liked cheese that much, so I'm not the person to, you know, so bring it's that not- up with. But my, my brother and his girlfriend, who are vegan, that was, you know, the last thing to go whenever they transitioned. And it was Daya that sort of helped his girlfriend transition. Oh, thank goodness for Daya. I know. I loved <laughs> cheese, but how do you live without cheese? Because um, I don't want to hurt anybody. Maybe we we should nominate the Daya inventors for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, <laughs> or something. Seriously, I mean, like how how many people have been able to make that step more yeah. gracefully and you know just be more open to 
the idea of going vegan, which would, you know, prevent so much violence. Really? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for being on. Thanks, Hannah. We'll have you on again once you um, shoot us an email when you've got, when you can confirm more of your speakers and what's going on. And we'll talk more about what we can do with you guys. Cool. All right. Thanks, thanks, Hannah. It was lovely talking with you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. So we have a a code before our product review that we want to share with folks. Okay. Because in honor of having Hannah on, who's from Wisconsin, Vegan Essentials, which is an amazing company, online store, is also from Wisconsin. They don't have an actual store, do they? they I think that they do have a, they've got like a warehouse, I think, that you can make, that you can go to. Oh, neat. But it's not, it's not, it's mostly an online. Okay. An online situation they've got. (laughs) It's that kind of situation. So veganessentials.com. And they're one of the oldest, like, I mean, most, I don't know, one of the pioneers of vegan online Dallas is making weird hand gestures. Yes. No, I'm copying. Oh, my God, you guys. I spent like four hours at my martial arts school before coming here so i'm just exhausted (laughs) you really have to bear with me so um but yes so vegan essentials has everything that you need to be vegan no you don't they not not, well i don't know i mean i i need friends (laughs) so you you can't get those you cannot buy friends from you can't buy friends but um they've got food and Shoes and belts and accessories and supplements and cleaning products and uh, stuff for babies and outerwear treats for dogs fragrance and, yeah um, candles shampoo books. everything yeah. everything message wear stickers like I mean everything you need besides friends <laughs> and Midwest Vegan Radio they don't have us they don't have us because you can't. Because we do not. You can't tie that shit down. <laughs> it's got to be free. <laughs> um, they have donuts. You can't. You can't put a price on MVR. They have hats. Yeah. Um, right now, <laughs> we're just watching their their banner on their website pop up different things and naming them at this point. So they have a dog. They've got. <laughs> you cannot. No. No. Vegan Essentials would never sell dogs. But they have a dog on their website. They do, and. So that's good. Um, but anyway, so Vegan Essentials, they're in, they're out of Milwaukee, I believe. Yes. I don't know. They're in Wisconsin. Um, and let's see. We've already established I don't know my Wisconsin geography. <laughs> Wisconsin cannot fit into a shoebox. No. Um, but they gave a code, a special code for our listeners so that you guys can get a deal. And who doesn't love a deal? I love a deal. What's the deal? <laughs> well, the deal is that folks can get uh, 10% off of their next order. That's not including shipping because, unfortunately, Vegan Essentials cannot arbitrarily discount the price of shipping. But you still get 10% off your order. But you get 10% off shipping. of your, yeah, the items that you order. Um, And I was looking on there and seeing... That I was thinking maybe I would order some special dog chews that are vegan 
and good for their teeth. Like greenies are not vegan and my dogs freaking love greenies. And I just feel so bad because their little dog friends always get to have greenies and they mm. don't. And I mean, they get other things. They get like dehydrated, dehydrated sweet potatoes and stuff. But I was looking on Vegan Essentials and it looks like they've got some special kind of greenie replacement looking item from Italy that my dogs would love. And then how spoiled would they be to get treats from Italy? <laughs> Um, so anyway, they so have got the some code? cool stuff. So the code, super easy, MVR. So just enter MVR at checkout. And that stands for Midwest Vegan Radio. And that's how you oh, can remember it? it. Yep. Oh, I just, thought it was something else. No. How long is this code good for? Well, it's going to go through March 31st. Nice. So it's, you've got tons of time. Um, but yeah, and you might need that much time to browse through all the stuff that they have on their freaking website. It's huge. Well, you've got several weeks. You don't have a ton of time, but you've got several weeks. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess. Not a ton. I, it's all in perspective. <laughs> okay. So, so check them out. They're awesome, and you should be buying stuff from there even without the code, because they're amazing. Well, yeah, and... Uh, and you can find so much stuff that you can't just get at your local co-ops and grocery yeah, stores. Yeah, depending on where you are, and... um. I'm all for supporting vegan businesses, vegan-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. Seriously, if you can do that, please do. Notice they're not veg essentials. They're vegan essentials. These guys are vegan essentials. Um, and they also have donated a very special $50 gift certificate for a lucky listener. Ooh. So we How need does that work? Well... That is our issue. <laughs> we, um, you know, basically we need to come up with a contest. Oh, what should we do? And then when we know who it is, we can hook them up with the $50 gift certificate. So what is it? What are we going to do? What are we going to make people do for this gift certificate? Hmm. I feel like it should be something to do with promoting us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like... Hook us up with the best promotional opportunity or idea. What do you mean? Well, like, uh, you know, you guys, I don't know exactly what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm, this is off the top of my head. Okay. So you send us an email at MidwestVeganRadio at gmail.com. Let us know what you think we should be doing to promote ourselves. Yeah. So marketing ideas. And remember that we don't have money. Yeah, keep in mind we don't have money unless you want to donate to us. Our website's stillvegan.org. You can make a donation via PayPal, which would help us get into Mad City Vegan Fest. Yeah, we us... haven't asked for donations in a long time. We haven't. And we really need them. We always need them. <laughs> we always do. So, yeah, it would if be... If you want to see us at Mad City Vegan Fest, if you want to see us have a table there, make a donation. Well... In any amount, through PayPal, on our Or website. if you just trust us to do what we need to do to continue to make the show happen. That's true. I We're... mean... We may have to increase our bandwidth again. We get another friend in France now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. I mean, it's awesome that our listener base continues to grow. That's fantastic. If you guys feel like you're getting value from this podcast, just on our system. So now we're asking you, radio friends, because some of you may have advanced degrees that we don't. I mean, I have a marketing degree, but 
It's always nice to hear what other people's ideas are for things. Mm-hmm. Like Hannah had the great idea of starting a vegan vegan fest in Wisconsin. Yeah. What are your marketing ideas for us? What do you think we should do? What do you think we should do? Hey, and if you have an opportunity that you want, you know, that you can hook us up with some some way of promoting ourselves, like put it into action rather than just have an idea, we'll accept it. Like... We'll accept that we proposal. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can't say what we'll accept any proposal. I mean, we're not going to. So we'll announce our winner within two weeks after this show airs for the $50 gift certificate for Vegan Essentials. So that's cool. Yeah. Should we do a product review? Product review. Product review. We're going to do a product review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love product reviews. I know you do. And I can do that. But you love green challenges more. Don't green. you? I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's review some product. Okay. So this week, this episode, we have um, a really fun product. I think, or well, a couple products. The company is called Bayberry Naturals. Natural. Natural. <laughs> Bayberry Naturals. Bayberry Naturals. That's not probably not how they say it. I just think it's fun to say it like that. And um, almost everything on their website, which is Bay Berry, like the word Bay, the word Berry, like strawberry naturals.com. There's only four products, I think, that are not vegan on their entire thing. And what would make them not vegan is having milk or honey in them. Mm -hmm. But almost everything is vegan. And they gave us some great product to try. Yeah. And so we tried it. Why don't you talk about yours? Okay, I sure will. So the two products that I tried and loved was, one was like a shea buttercream. And so it's good for putting on really dry spots. I don't really have a problem with dry skin, but I still, I kind of use it just as a regular lotion. What I loved about it is it was really silky and, um, but it wasn't like greasy or oily. And for me, it was also fragrance free. Which is good for work because I have a lot of people at my job that are really sensitive to fragrance and I get in trouble all the time <laughs> for <laughs> fragrance. And so I like that I have a lotion that I can use at work that um, doesn't Won't offend, offend anybody. Um, I really like things that smell good, but unfortunately this wasn't, it's not normally an option for me at work. So I really, really, really like this product. The next product that I tried, and you tried the the butter cream, the shea butter cream too, didn't you? I did. What did you think of it? Well, it's very thick mm-hmm. and it comes in this little um, plastic pot that reminds me of like Pond's under eye cream uh, or something. Uh. That's totally what I, it looked like. Um, and it kind of looks like that inside as well. But um, shea butter, I like it. It's shea butter um, I've used before for extremely dry yeah. skin. And it it's kind of like... Um, I don't know. The stuff that I've gotten at the co-op is so difficult. It's it's like even harder to get out than lip balm. I mean, it's thick mm-hmm. and kind of, re- I mean, just so difficult to get out. This um, is a buttercream, and so it's a lot, I mean, it is thick, but it's soft. Yeah. And like you said, silky. And so I liked that. And it also absorbed really well. Yeah. So, yeah, like it doesn't leave any kind of greasy stick. Mm-hmm. Um. I was wishing that it smelled better <laughs> because, I mean, it's fragrance-free, and I was like, oh, this stuff is awesome, but 
I like things that smell. So, but they um, do. But have... it looks like they have a lavender buttercream mm-hmm. and a calendula buttercream as well. So, yeah. so if you like the fragrance, then you can get a fragrance pen. Oh, yeah. If you need fragrance free, then the fragrance free is um, two dollars cheaper. Um, so that's one. Op- you know, it's another thing to consider option which i think is really nice i like it when companies can give different price points for things because mm-hmm. it's nice especially if you're not paying or if you're not getting the fragrance why were, are you paying more yeah so um yeah i thought it was cool i mm-hmm. liked it the and then i tried one specific product that dallas wasn't able to try and then she tried two other products that i wasn't able to try mm-hmm. um so i tried a product called um the breakout banisher facial cleanser um and i Actually, I have pretty good skin anyway, so I don't really have breakout issues. But I really, really, really loved it. My skin felt really supple and soft afterwards. And it has this kind of um, mild, earthy fragrance. Um, do, can you see what the... Um, is that what it is? Yes. Um, what the scents are in there? What would Oop. make them... Ah. Uh... Nope. Okay. We'll skip it that. It just says essential oils. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it has a very mild, kind of earthy fragrance. And, yeah, I just loved the way that it made my skin feel afterwards without even using any lotion. It has ribose tea in it. Neat. Well, it was really good. But Dallas couldn't use that because um, you needed... I need oil-free stuff. Yep. And this has... It's got essential oils in it. Yep. And that's not an Probably issue make me. it smell really good, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I tried the shampoo and conditioner they sent over and really liked them. Yeah. Actually, I really did. I'm so disappointed that I couldn't try them, but as some of you may have noticed or may have not noticed, I am now blonde. And I went from <laughs> black to bleach blonde, like almost a very, very, very light blonde. And so my hair is completely fried, which I knew was going to happen, but I am actually using special super hydrating shampoo and conditioner to try to get my hair back into decent shape so I don't look like a cotton ball because <laughs> my hair is so fried um so and unfortunately I um I did this before I I sampled the product so I just let Dallas do it yep and I because I like things that smell good I really liked these because they smelled good they smelled really good. And what fragrances do you have? Um, there was a tea tree. Lavender and... chamomile shampoo. Yum. Which was awesome. I did smell them. And I also, I really like with shampoo and conditioner, I like to have them because they, you know, they wake you up or invigorate you. Yeah. I mean, and they're going to sit around for a while. So it's just kind of nice aromatherapy thing. So I really liked that. It was, I mean, lavender and chamomile are both calming, mm-hmm. like herbs, right? So those were great. The tea tree mint um, conditioner I tried, I loved it. It smelled like a candy cane. Oh. Because I was like, what does it smell? It's a candy cane. It smells just (laughs) like a candy cane. So I loved that um, because a lot of times like the tea tree, the tea tree is always for like scalp Mm -hmm. conditioning or whatever. Yeah. Super good for dry scalp. Yep. Um, And I don't know. I mean, usually it's just tea tree stuff. And so you get that kind of astringent smell Mm -hmm. to it but this was all candy cane smelling (laughs) i like that i it was kind of sweet and kind of refreshing and well i did smell them before i passed them on to you i didn't think it didn't make me think of candy cane but it did have a very pleasant mint smell and i really liked the the 
the smell of the lavender chamomile. So mm-hmm. I like them. Really, really, really good quality stuff. Yep. I've got thin hair, so it's important not to have a conditioner that's too thick. And I liked this one because yeah. it wasn't super, super thick. And the shampoo lathered really well. So I would totally use these. Yeah. Again. And I think, you know, we previously mentioned in Dallas specifically, lotions and shampoos and things aren't necessarily a dime a dozen. And there are good ones and there are bad ones. Yeah. Especially when you're looking at stuff that's cruelty free. So. I mean, there were some other things too. I mean, they're, they don't use any um, additives in terms of dyes mm-hmm. or, I don't know. I mean, just not, it's all natural stuff. But... So the products may differ in color a little bit. If you get something consistently, they may differ in color a little bit. Yep. Which is normal because that's what happens with herbs and botanical things. So. It is, there are, the products are really actually very natural, <laughs> just like it says in the title. Yeah. And so it's really good because when you put things on your skin, those chemicals, they're absorbed immediately. I mean, your skin is a, it's a sponge. It's a sponge. That, yeah, exactly. It's a sponge. So, um, it's nice to be able to know that what you're putting on there is not going to build up and kill you later <laughs> cause cancer like your deodorant does yeah breast cancer so but i really liked i mean because a lot of times when you think about oh they're gonna take out all the stuff that makes it lather or makes it smell really great and these guys figured out a way to i don't know make really good stuff that still feels luxurious and nice what's going on over there yeah I, that we've got a Elliot's drawing pictures in the carpet with a beer bottle cap. I'm doing some artwork. And yeah. We, and we can hear you doing that over here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Elliot's adding some sound effects. Yeah. I tune out when people start talking about shampoo. I know. <laughs> so, Elliot, you don't care And we about wonder why we don't nope. have more male listeners. Yeah. No. Anyway. Can we, can we talk about car chases for a second? Car we can, chases. We sure can. Okay. Hey, did you see that um, in Rochester, Minnesota, there's a race car thing elliot with what is that nascar Na- uh maybe uh, is that all, are the are all race car games written nascar i don't know shows race car yeah races. i think so anyway there's a special car that is um at some one of these events that is all at the whole car you know they put pictures on and different sponsorships mm-hmm. and stuff this one is all the cove the oh, cove really? like the high g dolphin Cool. Neat. Protection, or, you know, organization. So that's pretty cool. That's that, really that's pretty like, cool. Because, you know, usually it's like, I don't know. what are Tide. They? Tide, yeah, something. Cigarettes. Beer bread. Yeah, <laughs> beer, yeah. Um, so Elliot anyway, that's car. pretty cool. So, yes, baby. There you go, animals. Elliot. Are you awake? Mm-hmm. You paying attention now? Okay. Yeah, I got my attention. Um, yes, Bayberry Naturals, we loved their products. So, you know, we had we had kind of like a smattering of products to try so it wasn't just like one and then you try something that we didn't recommend and you're like oh this isn't great so we actually tried a variety of different things yep we loved them all and that's that says quite a bit i mean you yeah. know when we did our review for leah he's there was stuff that i liked that dallas didn't stuff that we liked that elliot didn't and yeah so you know we're that, honest that we'll we tell you both, the truth that we both liked all of the products well, I suppose I didn't try the shampoo and conditioner, but I'm sure I would have liked them if I tried yeah. them. That's That says a lot. So check them out, bayberrynaturals.com. We will link them. We'll post information on Facebook so you'll be able to find them easily if you 
don't know how to spell Bayberry <laughs> Naturals. Natural. <gasps> yep. So that's it. Cool. For them. All right. Thank you, Bayberry. Mm-hmm. So is it time for our green challenge? I think it is. Cool. It's time for the green challenge. Green challenge. Green challenge. There's no gloves. There's no swords. No white suits. Uh-uh. It's just green challenge. You're just doing the earth a solid. Well, winter is coming to an end. We didn't even have winter. I know. This well, was the winter that never was. The winter that never was. It's it's mid fe- or early February. It's forty degrees outside. Well, we, we have no yeah standing snow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So by the time you're hearing this, it'll be March, and hopefully that will be continuing. That we want to. We have no standing snow on the ground. No. In Minnesota in February. No. So bizarre. Yeah. Well, so in the winter time, people are probably reluctant. To think about turning down the temperature on their water heaters. Hmm. But I'm still telling you to. Anyway. How come? Because, well, people are reluctant to hear a lot of what I have to say. That's true. <laughs> but, um, well, because it takes energy to heat, keep water hot, right? And that water heating cylinder. <laughs> the machine. Your water heater. The machine that keeps water hot. Um, and it takes energy to keep it hot, you know, at whatever level. And so if you can handle, I'm not asking people to, you know, take tepid showers and wash their are. dishes in cold water, but if you can turn it down a couple of degrees to a point where, you know, like you would never scald yourself, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't really, you would never have your water that hot to. anyway. Yeah. And if you really did need to have water that hot for some reason, like boil it. you could boil it, you know. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know what the recommendation is. And I think that everybody has a different, you know, a different comfort level, but if you can try to start training yourself to be comfortable with your water gets a lot hotter than you ever need it to be. Yeah. Usually. Yep. So, um, and this again, I know that a lot of my green challenges are also things that apply to homeowners. Um, but I can't do this green challenge. Ryan can't, she's in an apartment. Um, but also, as a homeowner, if you're going to do that, you're going to be saving money, mm-hmm. which is also very helpful. So if you've got a water heater, turn the temperature down a little. Yeah. All right. I like it. So shout outs. Let's do some shout outs, shall we? Shout out. Shout out. We have a couple. Um, the first shout out is from our friend Dee. We got the nicest email from Dee, and I just love hearing emails like this. Dee said, I have to let you guys know that I'm amazed at how much I've grown in my veganism, and part of it is due to listening to you ladies and Elliot. Elliot! Elliot! Yay! (laughs) It's not going unnoticed. Thanks for being my only vegan friends, even if it's just me listening to you talk. Hope you have a great day. It is not one-sided. I mean, obviously we don't know a whole lot about you, but, um, you know, we we absolutely think of you as our friends. And you specifically. Our radio Especially friends. people that write to us. So yeah. <laughs> it, it's not one-sided, even though we don't know a lot about you. <laughs> it's not just, you know, well, we're always thinking about you. Yeah. We care about you guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, what? I don't want... You're going to make me pronounce the French name? You did this on purpose. I, I mean, it's actually Raphael, it. right? Raphael. Well, sure. Ra- Ra- I don't know how to say Raphael in French. Um, Raphael? Yeah, I think that's... Anyway. Like the... 
That's how you say the Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I was going to say that, <laughs> we but have then another, I didn't. <laughs> we have another French fan. So, um, anyway, Raphael is saying, just wanted to tell you how much I love your show. We need something like this in French. So, clearly, we are not the people, or I am not the person to try to speak in French ever. I actually Ryan's wrote back and suggested that... Um, you know, maybe our French fans hook up and translate our podcast in French. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my God. That sounds like fun, doesn't it? It does. It could I, be I, done. I, Surely it could be done. I don't know. Why not? Okay. Um, okay. One more shout out. All right. Our friend Hassan. Hi, Hassan. Hi. It's so cool that you follow us on MVR's page on Facebook. We actually know Hassan. Uh, um, and so... Um, and we think he's great. Yeah. We think he's awesome. And he thinks he's awesome, too. He thinks he's awesome, too. <laughs> so we are all in agreement about that. And that's one of the reasons we get along, I guess. <laughs> okay. So... Is that it? Uh, Chris Ann is shouting out to your mom... Anyone, mom, anyone's mom in particular? I think knowing Chris Ann, it's just a shout out to your mom. I think it's just your mom. Like, <laughs> what up, your mom? <laughs> and I would like to shout out to your mom's butt. <laughs> All right, shout out to Kim's mom's butt. We're crazy. <gasps> I think that we're we just need to wrap it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're getting we're getting crazy here. And just as a last thing. Um, a very special kitty just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. And I think this is so we're showing really, out really cool. sweet. Cool. All right. We'll show Happy it birthday, cool. That is our uh, I hope promotions. you get it like a, a potato chip or something. Our promotions coordinator, Megan Duke, her cat just turned 17. Her cat, cool, just turned 17. Yeah. So we'll shout out to cool. Meow. <laughs> Meowy birthday. Meow, meow. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.